Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Lyrics podcast where we hear songs and stories from Canada's up-and-coming musicians. I am Sam and across the table from me is Amanda and we have a seat saved for you. So Sam, we've all had a lot of downtime in this last year and a half. Have you learned any new skills with your time? I actually love learning new skills. I've learned uh, juggling and I've learned or relearned the yo-yo. But the thing I've definitely put the most time into would be magic. Magic. Yeah, I took up magic uh, about a year ago. I even took a course, uh, especially wow. specifically around card magic, uh, and do really enjoy doing magic. Now. Is this your backup plan to make money if you if music doesn't work? This is the backup plan. You might find me in a Boston pizza doing magic on a Friday. Children's night. parties. Children's parties. I can do those for sure. Yeah. Do you have any skills that you have learned over the last year or so? Yeah, I actually um, tried to learn the Rubik's Cube, which I got down to 1 minute and 19 seconds. And I was very proud of until I talked to someone else who did it in about 48. Wow. Um, 1 minute 19 is really quick. I mean, I I felt very good about it. So I should probably stop asking other people how they do. Um, And then I also realized I wanted to be able to accompany my singing. So I've learned how to play piano this year, too. That's awesome. And I've heard you play. You are very good. Oh, thank you. Well, this week's guest is not afraid of teaching himself new skills to reach the goals that he envisions. His name is Jeremy, and he is a solo artist who goes by the name Condor Matador. And we're going to start by listening to his song called Last Night. Lights are low and the music's loud. Okay, Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it's awesome to have you with us. We, we're we going to call you Jeremy throughout uh, this, but your name is actually, or your band and artist name is Condor Matador. Could you tell us a little bit about that name? How'd you come up with it? What does it mean? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so Condor Matador um, was a band name that I came up with after uh, going hiking the Inca Trail in Peru. Um, partly, uh, what I learned on this trip was, uh, a reason why the Andean condor is extinct is because of its use in bullfights. So they'll strap an mm. Andean condor to the back of a giant scary bull, uh, and then make them fight to the death. Uh, and, uh, I just, that was, I was, that image just really struck me just the the visual of it and uh unfortunately we didn't get to see any live condors on our uh, hike through uh, the uh, uh, inca trail but uh yeah it stuck with me and uh i wanted to start an outlaw country band that's how this <laughs> and i was really into the eagles in particular the like the desperado era i thought that was like a really nice piece of music marketing where like the lyrics sync up with the outfits sync up with the tour <laughs> And, and they were like bad boys on tour. And so like just that whole like top to bottom 
marketing strategy for music really interested me a lot. And so when it came time to name my Outlaw Country project, I was like, I've got a bird band name. Stock <laughs> and, and Matador, of course, is, is the name of a human that fights a bull. Mm -hmm. So to have like the condor on the back of the bull, in a sense, the condor is the matador in this situation because it's the one fighting the bull. Nice. Uh, okay. That's where the name came from. And it's, I like the rhyme and I like it's like the asymmetry of the sound, condor, mm -hmm. matador. You know, I, mm -hmm. so it was satisfying to me on, on those. And it just sounded like a band name to me. How long have you been condor matador? Uh, th this like started in like, probably March, 2018. That's when like the first uh, seeds were sown. Um, so I did start the project with a, a bandmate uh, named Massimo. And mm -hmm. uh, we started writing songs together um, on and off from like March of that year uh, until, uh, well, until like uh, probably November of last year, like November, 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's when it started. Uh, but we really started playing together April 2019 like that's when we started took it out on the road like we spent like a year mm -hmm. shedding writing a ton of songs working on arrangements um like on our own so I, like I do produce music but we do we always take uh take it to Marky Beats who's our my like current producer um like to, to refine it and stuff so th that's when we started the project and great and so um you said now your um your partner has stopped and you're going solo Mm -hmm. That's just happened recently? Yes, this happened in February. We made the decision. Um, mm -hmm. It had been uh, a bit of a, you know, it was, it was built up through COVID. Massimo was very disappointed mm -hmm. about no longer being able to play shows. Mm -hmm. uh, and we did face, uh, like everybody, so don't you worry. I'm not going to take up my little tiny violin. <laughs> we had to cancel a bunch of shows. We'd like, we started building momentum. We were getting to open for people and mm -hmm. oh, we're for the summer, you know? So it all got canceled and starting in like April. So a month, a month before it was set to happen, of course, all the lockdowns happened. And mm. uh, I, I was really interested in figuring out what we could do where we could take it, what type of things. Oh, we could write an album. We could do all these live, we could do live videos in a studio. That happened like pretty mm -hmm. cool allowed in Montreal. Um, but for Massimo, he just, he sort of lost steam, you know, and it was just too much, uh, too, too much, too many dead ends uh, just with the, the fluctuating rules and uh, what was allowed. And, and he didn't feel like writing music too much. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you had some pretty intense restrictions in Montreal too. Yes, it was pretty intense. Uh, like there was a curfew that was instated. Uh, mm -hmm. Indoor meals haven't been allowed since, uh, oh, I think like maybe May 2020. Like, and then wow, it, it, yeah. just, it just got lifted. So like you couldn't have people over for like collaborations and stuff. So that was, that was uh, arduous, you know. How have you found the transition going from having a partner to go, going on your own? Well, it, one, one thing is, is I you know, really respect Massimo's opinion on songs. And mm. so, like when we had a good collaboration on songs, like because I, I write a ton on my own as well. So that's that's what in terms of, like the material is going to keep coming. But he did bring something very valuable to it in that, like, you know, he took it to another place. Like, I can't take it to that place on my own right. you know, place. I can take it myself while also satisfying and and hopefully entertaining to other people 
you know, it lacks one other editing mind, you know? So I still take it to Marky Beats and I listen, I play it for friends mm -hmm. and family. Uh, but then like, it's good to have like a real muzo, you know, like someone who's really yeah. good, like, to dissect it, you know, that's very valuable. So I'll miss that. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's fun to, to be able to just do stuff without having to check with the partner. That, that I have enjoyed a lot, I must admit. Yeah. Um, now you describe yourself as um, the brainchild of Ed Sheeran and Blink-22 um, with some Phil Collins thrown in, I think, which is quite the trio. Who would you love to collaborate with if you could collaborate with anyone? Would it be one of those three or? Like, that's it. Like if I could have anyone, like uh, I, I think it would be amazing to play with Ed Sheeran, have him like write a song with him and like collaborate, have like a duet, like his album, the number six duets that he released was like super yeah. cool. That, that would be amazing. Um, but like more locally, what, what I can actually manifest, uh, I, I just uh, played at the, the Jeanne Mance Park uh, in Montreal. It's a very, very lovely park, open mic on Monday night. And that was like first time playing in front of people since March, uh, 2012. Mm, that must have felt so good. It was so much fun and uh, and I feel like the set went really well people responded well and uh, and I made new friends I went around like chatting with people it was like I have to make new friends here you know mm -hmm. my intention and uh, I one of the among whom was uh, the organizer Leah Keeley so I would love to sing a song with her at an upcoming open mic because she's like <laughs> she, she's, she like organizes everything and is a real real good uh, like musician in montreal and so i'd love to to sing with her sometime soon nice. yeah maybe she'll hear this and she'll call you that's it <laughs> comments you know <laughs> what instruments do you play uh i play guitar bass uh drums and um i play uh like i use the midi keyboard extensively on on the recordings uh mm -hmm. so that, that you know that has a lot of uh possibility for editing after you've recorded something you know so that's a, yeah. less of a live thing um but on the recordings that that's what i have played um but we do use a lot of samples on the recordings but uh the guitars are almost always me or uh, massimo and since since uh, well last night forward it'll uh it'll be just me uh, playing on everything so uh, with samples thrown in as well Okay, Jeremy, so your new single Echoes came out on July 14th. Before we hear it, we are going to hear from our sponsor. Hey, Amanda, how much does a ticket cost? A ticket for what? The gun show. You look like you've been working out. Well, thanks for noticing. I have been. I've been in a transformation program with my coach, Victoria, during the pandemic. That sounds amazing. The only working out I've been doing is flexing my finger to order pizza. <laughs> well, I've been eating a fair share of pizza myself. That's been one of the best things about working with Victoria. Her plans are all about working in real life and being maintainable. It's not a crash diet at all. She teaches you how to portion your food, manage your thoughts, and build habits the right way. I'm seeing consistent results and I'm not starving or drinking only shakes or anything crazy like that. That sounds pretty great actually. Usually when I diet, I just cut out all carbs and eat salads for two days and then completely fall off the wagon. I used to do the exact same thing. It's so different for me now after working with her. 
She really takes the time to get to know you. Her meal plans and workout programs are tailored exactly for you. She does one-on-one strategy calls with you to work through any struggles. You do weekly check-ins and she gives you all the tools and lessons you could possibly need. Her mindset work has been the best part. I can honestly say I don't hate my body anymore. And it's not from my body changing, it's from my mind changing. If you would like a coach that gives you the tools to change your body and your thoughts about your body and get $100 off of coaching, go to www.victoriajigalov.com. That's Victoria, G-E-G-A-L-O-W.com and use promo code BEYOND100. Now let's get to that song. Echoes that just came out recently. Tell us what um, inspired Echoes. Oh, I'd love to. Um, so Echoes started uh, as uh, a song that I built using an app called Splice. Uh, Splice is like a Netflix for music producers in which mm. you can uh, sample a bunch of different samples so that, and you can sort them by key and tempo. So I set it to a certain key and beats per minute. And I started finding these elements that would really mesh well together. So it started off with a bass line. So that's the bass line that runs through most of the song Mm -hmm. is the intro and is in the verses and then started adding to it. So there were some synthesizers in there that are kind of like uh, nine inch nails soundscape, kind of like (laughs) the background. And then there are also like a few different kinds of arpeggiators that um, do like chords in the right scale. And then a piano lick that was also a sample that I found on Splice. And just organizing all these samples, like it's some, that's, a, that's something that I do once, once in a while as like a production mm-hmm. uh, test. And like just to get better at mixing and producing in general. This one was one of the ones where I started feeling something special. Like it, and then the lyrics came really easily. It was like, well, I need lyrics for this one. And started writing everything, like almost stream of consciousness. Like it, it's not all songs. Those are like the gifts, the ones that come down like that. <laughs> and uh, then I just kept manipulating the different sounds. Um, and then uh, sent uh, then the guitar solo. Uh, I started recording the gar- guitar solo. It was, it's, it's intimidating because Massimo was the guy who played the guitar solos. And then mm. Massimo left in February. 
Um, and uh, so I had to get really good guitar solo on there which like i do play leads as well but i've primarily been playing acoustic guitar in condor mandador mm. so it's like it's a big not, not a big step for me but a big step for me within the project to add electric guitar uh especially like a shredding solo this i tried to do like little tricks at the end and i just it was just so much fun putting this thing together uh, and then I sent it off to Mark, um, and he just had a few minor tweaks, which is like a big triumph as well for yeah, me. Yeah, what a compliment! Oh, yeah, I, I was it was so nice. So I just I got really excited about it, and th that's why it, like it made sense to be a single. You know, just uh, feeling this good about it. Um, that that's uh, why I chose it to to be the next one to be released after last night. Nice. And I see that you did some choreographed dancing uh, for this release. And I know you did that, I think, for last night as well. Uh, is dancing something you enjoy doing? You've been trained in? Have you been trained in dancing? Because you seem to do it really well. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. That's such a nice compliment. Uh, I honestly, I dancing has always intimidated me very much you know, as, as something to do. I've never, you know, going to the, the, the school dances, I always was off to the side, you know, and I'd be more likely to start a mosh pit than to go dance, you know, and I, as I've said a bit facetiously, I didn't actually run around starting mosh pits, but uh, <laughs> uh, so I, so there was always something in my mind I wanted to get better at this and I wanted to get comfortable with dancing in general. So this was like uh, this year uh, I spoke, so I have had like little dance lessons here, there, done a Zumba, a few Zumba classes as a day camp counselor, you know, <laughs> and it's always better when the boys participate in those things, you know, <laughs> it gives license to all the other kids. Anyway, so I had done some, but nothing really formal. And so I sought out one of my actually day camp counselor friends who she's a wonderful artist, Alyssa Ray Archer Cooper. Uh, she's mm -hmm. a painter, but also a choreographer. And, and I sort of, I asked her for sort of front man lessons. And, and then I also started thinking about making choreographies for last night. And so I said, well, actually, in addition to the front man lessons, could we work on choreographies for this song with a view to, with a mind to putting it on TikTok, like in a 30 second increments. Um, so we did that in March. Um, we did some lessons together. Uh, we probably did like four or five and she choreographed them. Uh, herself and filmed videos for me to uh, to do and then she'd watch videos of how I would do it critique it like that so it like kind of emboldened me mm. for the next step which like uh, was like uh, more choreographies to echoes I'm impressed with how many different ways you are creatively putting into this band right or this no no it's not a band this like your music career right mm -hmm. like you're you're playing, you're, you're writing the songs, you're, you're mixing it, you're producing it, you're singing, you're dancing, you're doing all of it. I love it. I love like how you're just pushing yourself into all these new skills and, and doing all of it. Um, oh, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's the nicest compliment you could give me, you know, <laughs> it really energizes me. And it's, it's, it's the spice of life is doing these kinds of things, you know, and uh, I'm really lucky that I'm able to find time and, that I, you know, it's, it's really, really nice to do. And so I appreciate that. Well, so what else do you do when you're not making music? Um, well, I, uh, I love to run. That's probably mm -hmm. uh, one of my, my second biggest passion is running. 
Um, so I like uh, I've right, I live by the water in Lachine in Montreal. Um, mm-hmm. This has been a big, also a big thing I'm grateful for in my life is living there because I get to run by the water in Lachine. Mm. So I run uh, 10 kilometers five days a week. And I've been doing that for about uh, three, four years now. And, wow. uh, and so that's- And that's- you could keep doing that during COVID. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, mm-hmm. was, that was wonderful. That was a, a saving grace, you know, a saving grace among saving graces. Cause like, uh, it was like, it could have been a lot worse for me. And so I'm very grateful that come through, I mean, come through. It's not done yet. It's cross of fingers and all no. But we're close, right? We're coming out, we're coming out. <laughs> um, now when you guys, I guess, played live before, uh, I read that you used a digital backing track um, to kind of help give your sound kind of a fuller uh, sound. Um, how did you find that? Did you still do that when you played this last week? Uh, is that something you're going to continue doing? It was good. Like I, I saw it as like, like being kind of rappers or like DJs. Like that was the sort of thought and like they get away with it, you know? And <laughs> so I thought we could do it too. And like, just really put a lot into the guitar performance and the vocal. Like you, I am, I am playing live and singing live. It's just that this, these other elements uh, are just, you know, hard to recreate as, as is. And, um, and it's just, again, it's hard to get two people coordinated, getting a bassist, a drummer and a synth player uh, just seemed like too, too much trouble when we were, we were starting out. And, um, and I would say for the first few shows, I'll do the backing tracks. Um, but as things progress, I could, you know, and as I meet new musicians, uh, which like Monday, uh, I think that I might look into doing a full band thing, but Condor Matador is, is me and I will hire people, I think, uh, to, to mm. do the rest of the music. And, and on Monday night, I just played, um, acoustic. And so I have like acoustic arrangements for everything as well. So if it is like a coffee house or an uh, open mic setting or like, a, you know, an acoustic night specifically for that, then I do have arrangements for everything. And that's how all the songs start. It's on acoustic mm. guitar. And then like, if it works on acoustic, then if there's, there may be also an appropriate way you can to always add. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, this has been great. Where is the best place for people to find you? Thank you so much for asking. So Spotify, you can search Condor Matador. That's a really, uh, it's a, we, all our music is on Spotify. You can also check us out on Instagram at Condor Matador. And there in the bio, you'll see a link tree. And like the, that is, I'm set in stone. I figured out mm. the link that is going to stay the link. It's the link tree in the bio. <laughs> and there, there'll be the freshest stuff up top but a few constant links that you'll be able to click uh, to get to anywhere you like in the Condor Matador world. We have like 15 platforms active on there right now. So like wow. certain you know, degrees of posting, but like working through that. And so the link tree is, is available on the Instagram. Well, thanks so much, Jeremy. So now we're gonna listen to your song, Marietta. Don't forget to go and listen to Echoes.
That was the opening bit of Marietta. If you would like to hear the rest of it and the others you heard today, find Condor Matador wherever you stream music. Man, he was such a nice guy. Oh. I'm going to be humming some of those songs for a while, I think. Thank you for listening to this episode. Our opening music is by 5J Barrow, and you can find them on Spotify. Join us in two weeks for our next episode to hear from Olivia Pennell, a young up-and-coming solo artist from Hamilton, Ontario. See you then.